Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. How are you? Trying to stay awake in this gloomy weather. I know. I know. My eyes have been like so heavy all morning. <laughs> no, it's killing me. It is taking every fiber of my being to not take a nap. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I this morning I was training a client and we were stretching after her workout and I was showing the stretches while I ended up doing them with her and I almost dozed off during one of them. Oh gosh. Yeah. I was well. My daughter had me up at three thirty this morning, so that didn't help. Oh, but, yuck! But then the weather—I'm just like, oh my goodness! <laughs> Could it be any worse of a day to have this weather? <laughs> I know, right? I know, I know. And I've had some cancellations in my schedule today, so it's like, hmm, there's nap time available. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just love it when that happens. Oh, I know, right? I know. Yes. No nap in my future, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel ya. Um, this is great weather, though, to talk about what I want to talk about today. Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is the emotional and stress eating. Oh, yeah. That. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like regardless of who you are or, you know, what stage of life you're in or what part of your journey you're in, I feel like everybody can resonate with this to some degree, mm-hmm. right? It may not look the same as it does for, for me or for you, but th- hopefully there will be some nuggets in here that resonate with people. Um, this is one of the things that I- I'm sure you tackle a lot too with your nutrition clients. Um, I know we dive really deeply into this with my health coaching clients because it's it's such a big deal, especially with our society. We, everything revolves around food, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, If there's obviously a birthday, a celebration, a graduation, a wedding, oh, you got all A's on your report card. We're going to go celebrate. Let's go get some Froyo. And oh, there's a death in the family. Let's bring all the food because, you know, when someone passes away, that's what the person wants is all the food. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it, it never ends. Um, so we're, we're always bombarded with it. And unlike, let's say cigarettes or alcohol or drugs, um, food is never going to go away. We have to have food to live. So it can be a really big obstacle for, for people to battle, especially when they, when they find comfort in that food. And I am no stranger to that. I am completely forthright and I am in emotional eater. Mm -hmm. I'm a stress eater. I always tell my clients, I am the person that is standing in the pantry eating a snack while I'm looking for a better snack when I'm stressed out. Mm -hmm. Or let's say this part of one of the reasons why uh, um, I took Facebook off my phone is, you know, I'd read something and it gets me riled up and immediately I'm like reaching for something snacky because what that's doing is squashing the emotion. 
And that's really what emotional stress eating is about. You're not, you know, I'd say nine times out of 10, you're not even hungry. Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt that way? So I am the opposite way. I mean, I I know exactly what you're talking about, but me, when I get stressed out, I don't eat. Mm -hmm. So I'm the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, But I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I used, a long time ago, I used to be that way. Where I would get more like depressive emotional, where I would just like eat my feelings. Mm, Yeah. Um, And then probably I would say about 10 years ago, I'm not sure what happened, but it just flipped like a switch and (laughs) I went the opposite way. You know, and it's funny that you say that because at least with, with this year, just being kind of the shit show that it is and dealing with some things that, you know, personal things and whatnot, I've kind of flipped that switch where I'm no longer like, oh my gosh, I have to have the food right now. Um, I still have my moments, but now I can go, I don't want to say I can go without eating, but if I am like stupid stressed, Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about food. Yeah. Right. Um, So, so there's, I'm all over the place. Um, But what I wanted to talk about today is just, first of all, know that if that is you, if you're listening and if you are one of those, I'm going to stuff my emotions with food because that's what you're doing. If you're sitting there late at night and you're stressed out and you can't sleep and you go to the pantry and, you know, you're looking for crackers or, you know, goldfish or ice cream or double stuffed Oreos, whatever it is. Ooh. <laughs> See, I hate Oreos. I think they're gross. Um, oh, I love them. I, only if I can dip them in milk and I don't drink milk, but if I'm going to have Oreos, I have to have, I have got to do milk. it up big. Yeah. 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 So one thing that I realized was going through health coaching and just my own journey and, you know, figuring, figuring my own stuff out was, that it that was my coping mechanism. I just figured, oh, I'm just stressed out. I'm just like, I didn't put two and two together, mm-hmm. you know, but when I really started paying attention to things, I noticed this pattern. Oh, Bree's stressed out. Bree's pissed off. Bree's upset. She's going to go reach for a snack. Okay. Why am I reaching for a snack? It's because I'm trying to stuff that emotion of frustration, hurt, anger, whatever it is, because I don't want to deal with it. Right. So that's where that emotional stress eating can be really, really detrimental to your progress. You know, you can be making great strides and doing all the right things. And then life throws you a curveball, and you fall off the wagon, so to speak, and get drugged behind the wagon. Um, and until you get to the bottom of what is causing these issues emotionally, stre- you know, an outside stressor or whatever it is, and, and until you're able to get a better handle on those, you're going to be stuck in this vicious cycle, right? Of mm-hmm. that, that guilt, shame, spike, spike, cycle. <laughs> that should it's be a the weather. It yeah. Be, I'm going to blame it on the weather, the weather. Mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? I, I'm sure you've had clients too, or, you know, people where some, some detour happens and they fall off the wagon as they say, and then I'm going to start over on Monday. The week mm-hmm. goes well and then stress gets to them, the week gets to them, you know, kids, school, work, all those things. And then they lose it on the weekend and then start over again on Monday. To me, that that's all part of the emotional distress cycle of eating. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time when people are doing that, kind of getting off topic here, but 
when people are doing that start over on Monday mentality, right? Cause they blow it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's usually because they have restricted themselves so much during the week. And that restriction is just another form of stress and it just plays with your emotions. Oh, I can't have this. I can't do this. I need to be good. I need to be good. You know, and then you get on the weekends and you just lose your mind and eat all the things. It's just another piece to that stress cycle. So that's why I'm such an advocate of moderation, not deprivation, right? If you want the cookie, eat the cookie type thing. Otherwise you're creating a whole other set of issues. So Okay. So back on track. Um, <laughs> it, it all kind of plays together, you know? Absolutely. Um, a couple things that I do when I'm noticing, you know, I'm just, I'm not in line where I need to be emotionally or some things are out of whack and obviously trying to work through that emotion or that stress, whatever that is. And that's easier said than done sometimes, right? It's not always like a, well, I'm just going to say this and everything is going to be fine and I'm not going to be stressed anymore. It doesn't work like that. Um, so there's some things that I like to try and, um, tips that I like to give some of my clients to try. And this is something it's very individual. You have to figure out what works for you. Um, but I will always try distraction first, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe that's coloring or painting your nails or cleaning something or organizing something or drinking a glass of water, doing 20 squats, um, setting a timer, and, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes, and if you're still legitimately hungry in 10 to 15 minutes, okay, then allow yourself something to eat, right? Um, another thing that I do to deter is ask myself, okay, I know I'm snacky. I know I'm emotional right now and I'm going for a snack. Am I actually hungry enough to eat like a bowl of broccoli or asparagus or eat an apple? And if the answer is no, then I, that's kind of a cue for me, like, okay, what's really going on here? Right. And I can try to take a step back and and evaluate what it is that's really going on versus trying to stuff that temporarily with food. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, So, you know, there's there's those things that I'll mention to, to try. And it's not not to say that, you know, setting a timer or painting your nails or doing a load of laundry or whatever is going, that's not fixing the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. What we're trying to do is bring awareness to the problem. We're trying to stop that habit that you formed of, oh, there's stress. Now I need food. We have to break that habit loop. So creating that awareness and putting those little bitty, um, what do we want to call them? Detours in place mm-hmm. can help you redirect and figure out, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here, right? Maybe I can't fix whatever is going on because it's too big to deal with in the moment, but what's a, what's a healthier alternative for me? What is something that I can do to get this frustration or this emotion out or dealt with that's not going to deter my health progress? Does that make right. sense? Uh-huh. Okay. And I want to touch on what you were saying about the creating the awareness because that is so, so important. Um, another thing that – and you've talked about it, I know, a million times on our podcast. Um, but keeping a food diary, not just – writing down your foods, but writing down how you're feeling like, Mm -hmm. you know, two o'clock falling really sluggish or, you know, have a headache or had a really stressful day at work or, you know, six o'clock and like super ravenous. I just, you know, can't stop eating. So you can look and see what pattern is going on and whether or not you're truly hungry 
or something is affecting your stress levels or your emotion that's making you think you're hungry. Right. Because right. you never want to not eat when you need to be eating. But sometimes, you know, for so many of us, our senses are so dulled after mm-hmm. years of, of not eating appropriately, either right. stress eating, overeating, under eating, dieting, like our metabolisms are so screwed up and our bodies have no idea which end is up. Right. Yeah. So, we've, we've, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to elaborate on that or add to that. We've definitely lost our, what's the word? Um, we've lost our connection mm-hmm. to what our body is already telling us. Right. And so it's just, again, creating that awareness so you can tune in and realize, okay, wait, what's going on here? And just because you've created that awareness, it doesn't mean it's, it's going to just write itself and everything is going to be great from here right. on out. Right? <laughs> that's, that's not the case. Oh, wouldn't I that wish. be wonderful? I know, right? It's like, oh, I realized my trigger. Life is perfect now. Yet, yeah, no. It's, yeah. it's acknowledging that, realizing it, seeing what you can do to make some tweaks, and then also giving yourself some grace. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But until you can tune into that awareness piece, I don't feel like you're ever going to get out of this cycle. Mm -mm. No. And I think that, and that's where most people struggle is to figure out how to get to that point. And, you know, we talked about intuitive eating a while Mm -hmm. ago on one of our podcasts. I can't remember which one it was, but um, intuitive eating, it follows that approach, but where the link, the missing link is, is getting from where you're at to that intuitive eating approach. Like intuitive eating, I feel is where we should all be, but Mm -hmm. it's really difficult for a lot of us to get there. Um, you know, until we align some other pieces in place and those pieces are so different from person to person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, one of the things that I, love going through is an energy experiment with my clients and where we track their food and I have them play around with the timing of their protein intake and whether that's plant-based or, um, what's not plant-based meat. (laughs) That doesn't sound right. What am I trying to say? Um, plant-based or not. Right. So I'll have, so they may have like a plant-based protein at breakfast and maybe some type of meat at lunch and then plant-based again for dinner. And then the next day we may do, you know, animal protein, animal protein. That's what I was thinking of, um, at breakfast and lunch and then plant protein at dinner. Right. So we kind of undulate things throughout the course of three days. And then they, they notate their energy after eating. And then like, I think, what is it? An hour or two after eating, Mm -hmm. um, and it's really eye-opening for my clients that have gone through it because they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that, you know, XYZ made me exhausted. That's where my afternoon slump is coming from. Mm-hmm. I thought this was healthy for me. You know, everybody says chicken or salads are healthy. That's right. But that doesn't mean it's optimal for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, just that awareness piece. And like you said, the intuitive eating, I agree with you in a perfect world, we would all eat like that, right? We would eat just as our body tells us what it needs, you know, on days that we have really hard or long workouts, we would eat a little bit more on days where we're sedentary and not leaving the couch. We would eat less in a perfect world, right? Cause we don't need the energy. We don't need the calories. Um, but we're not there yet because we are taught to not trust that intuition, 
we are so just go, 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 go. And we don't, we just kind of put our, our emotion and our hunger and, and all that stuff on the back burner. Mm-hmm. We don't even give it a second thought. So um, if you can just do, figure something out that's going to stop you in your tracks in that moment. But remember, it's not to stop you in your tracks to quote unquote, fix the problem or stop, stop you from eating. It's just to create that little bitty hiccup in that pattern So your brain's like, oh, wait, what's going on? Right. And then eventually you'll notice that happening more and more frequently. And hopefully with time, you'll be able to be like, wait a minute. I don't, I'm actually like not even hungry or, you know, I actually don't need this cigarette right now or, you know, whatever your Mm -hmm. vice is. Um, They're not smoking, but you know, (laughs) Um, so that's, yeah. Do you have anything you wanted to add to that? I don't want to, I don't want to like just keep saying the same thing in a different way. No, I mean, I completely understand what you're saying, you know, until, until you can not undulate, but our, our bodies are so dulled and don't know which end is up. And so you have to start working, making strides in the right direction to start recognize those signals and to tell the difference between, you know, true hunger versus stress, hunger, or emotional Mm -hmm. hunger. Um, And until you start really paying attention, creating that awareness, it's, it's not going to happen. Right. And I definitely think the tips that you um, suggested along with documenting, tracking for sure that at least get you started in the right direction. I mean, really, if you're somebody that has been struggling with stress eating or emotional eating and you can't figure out how to get out of it, seek help. I mean, you know, both Brianne and I would love to help you if, if we can, if that's within our scope, sometimes people need more than what we can give. If it's like serious psychological, um, emotional years of scarring, then, you know, we can at least get you pointed in the right direction. Cause right. there's only, there's only so much we can do. Right. <laughs> um, For sure. And you need to, until your mind and your heart is right, the rest is not going to be right. Perfectly said. <laughs> so, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little curtsy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm tipping my head. I'm taking a bow. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for your input. I, I appreciate yeah, that. And I love that you touched on the journaling aspect too. That's a, that's a great, great idea. So thank you. You are so very welcome. And thank you for all your wonderful tips. Likewise. I will catch you later. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time. <laughs>